what you lack in experience you must make up for in energy and knowledge. When I sit down with agents, realtors, salespeople to help them with their business, the very first thing I will try and do is understand or help them understand where their business is currently coming from. If you want to grow your business, if you want to have more sales, then you need to understand which prospecting methods are currently working for you. That's the very first step. Measurement sounds boring, but it's really the, the most important step. Otherwise, how do you know where to, where to focus your efforts? Efforts that you uh, are feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you've got enough sales, but you're just working too hard. You know, you're pulling 60-hour weeks. Then we need to work on your efficiency. And to improve your efficiency and free up more of your time, guess what? We need to understand which of your prospecting methods are working best and which ones are producing the most business and the kind of business you want so that we know what we can stop doing that might free up more of your time. And we can also figure out which properties are taking up the most of your time and understand where the profitability comes from, right? Like um, it might be that certain types of properties are causing you the most stress and, and, and taking the longest to sell, whereas other types of properties you're able to sell really quickly and you enjoy working with those owners. And so we need to understand where your business comes from and so that we can make the changes you want to make. So to sum that up, make sure you spend the majority of your prospecting connection time on the people that are making you successful. And to do that, you need to know which of your prospecting activities are producing the best results. Armed with this key information, you can decide where to focus your future efforts to procure as many listings as possible with the limited prospecting time you have available each week. So. Let's get into it. Here's the process. Make a list of all your past sales in the last two years. Put a short code next to each listing designating where that lead originally came from. So some examples of categories might be different in your business, but I'd start with uh, perhaps a past client category, maybe call it PC Someone you have worked with in a real estate capacity. Maybe they bought or sold from you before, or maybe they brought through someone else originally, but just loved dealing with you through the process. Someone that knew you were in real estate and came back to you based on their past experience of working with you. So that's one category. The next category might be a referral. Uh, maybe you code that REF. Uh, so that's from other agents or from someone in your database. Someone, a seller that you didn't know before that, but they were recommended to you by someone else. Uh, the next category might be database, or DB for short. Uh, this is someone who received some sort of regular communication from you, and they responded to that. So they might get your weekly email newsletter with an Agent Monday article, uh, or maybe they received um, you know, a posted newsletter from you. Uh, maybe they follow you on social media, uh, but someone who... Uh, Probably more so than social media, someone who is in your database already, someone whose details you had in your CRM or, or database system. The next category would be friends and family, pretty obvious. Next category would be your public profile. You know, this is someone who saw your signs or noticed you had other properties for sale in the area and got in touch. Maybe they, they saw you were a top agent in the area and they haven't met you before, but they decided that your profile was really good. Um, 
maybe they this is probably more where the kind of social media um yeah, influence might come in if they if they follow you on facebook or on instagram or something and they found you that way that would more fit into your kind of public profile i would think um if you've got really public marketing like billboards or bus backs or something along those lines and they responded to those then it fits under this public profile category uh, and the last category would be real estate activity uh, you could call this rea um, and this would be people that you met running open homes or maybe they just inquired on one of your listings and you found out they were selling and you managed to uh, get the opportunity to interview for the job and it went from there so recapping those categories um, past client referral, database, friends and family, public profile or kind of general marketing and real estate activity, okay? If you aren't sure which category to use or perhaps two were involved, e.g. you know, you got a referral from a family member, pick one option and carry on. This isn't about being perfect. So what you're going to do is go down that list of sales from the last two years. If you don't have many sales in the last two years, go back another year. Um and write down the category next to each of those properties, you know, of where you feel like that lead came from. You can add extra categories if you need to, or change those categories to fit your personal personal situation, but try to keep it as simple as possible. You don't want 12 categories with one sale each, because that doesn't tell you anything. You need as few categories as you can to can use to actively measure what's going on you want to see some difference between the categories you want one category to have more than others so now what you want to do is tally up the numbers from each category you can also work out percentages at this point if you want to so here's an example let's say you were involved in 64 total sales in the last two years and 24 of them came from your past clients. So 24 out of 64 is 38%. That means 38% of your business comes from past clients. Now firstly, finding that out is super cool. Imagine the next listing presentation you go to, you drop into the conversation that, oh yeah, you know, I get a lot of uh, business from past clients, you know, 38% in fact, um, which, you know, we're really proud of and stoked that, you know, our clients really enjoy working with us. It really means a lot to us and it really influences how we run our business. Um, you know, we, we, everything comes by referral, everything comes by word of mouth and, you know, and, and helping our past clients. And that's really comforting for a future vendor to hear, right? Now, uh, at this point, you've tallied up your different categories. Take, a, take some time to pause and consider what you can learn from your numbers. Which avenues are producing the best results? Are these also the areas where you are spending most of your prospecting time? Or is there a disparity here? Many of you may find that the majority of your listings come from referrals and past clients. Yet it's so easy to fall into a trap where we spend most of our available prospecting time focused on finding new clients, the exciting stuff, and spend very little time taking care of past clients or aiming to generate more referrals from our database. Your database equals the people that already know you, like you, and trust you. Most agents spend say 80% of their time on activities that only bring in 10 to 20% of their business. That's public profile building or prospecting to strangers, chasing up cold leads. 
and they spend the other 20% or so of their available prospecting time, if any, on activities that bring in the other 80% of their business. Connecting with past clients, spending quality time with friends, emailing your database, writing thank you cards, sending newsletters, all the one, two, threes. Now, I personally believe this 80-20 paradox comes about because we are constantly told that prospecting is about meeting new people and finding new business. Think door knocking, dropping flyers, cold calling strangers. In a traditional sense, that's kind of true, but prospecting can also mean taking your favorite lawyer or mortgage broker out to lunch and getting to know them better to cement that quality relationship and build a lasting connection. The second option is more fun, more valuable to both parties and might just do more to grow your business. Most importantly, in my book, option two, taking a friend who works in the industry out to lunch, definitely counts as prospecting too. Just a little aside here, while we're on this topic, take this second to think of someone who has referred you an appraisal lead or listing in the last 12 months. doesn't matter if it came to a sale or not, just think about if it, um, if it, if it was an appraisal lead. And think, when was the last time you took them out for lunch or a coffee? As an aside at this point as well, I just want to say, if you are listening to this and you're thinking, gosh, I don't have 60 sales in the last two years, I can't measure this data, how am I going to make any conclusions? If you don't have a lot of sales to work off, measure where your appraisals came from. So go back through your appraisals over the last two years or last year, whatever you can, and record where those leads came from in the first place because it's the same thing your skill and listing time will control how many listings you get but your prospecting and marketing activities will um, be the variables that control how many opportunities you get right and what we're talking about here is opportunities what you do with those opportunities is another story Um, but what we want to create is more opportunities for you to list properties so Back to the past sales. If you are reasonably new to real estate, you will need to stay focused on meeting as many people as possible, building your database and creating valuable connections. If you're already established, you may find that you are better off taking one of your key referrers out for lunch or emailing your database rather than door knocking your farming area. Of course, you can always do all three, but knowing exactly where your business is coming from will help you focus your efforts where they will give you the best return on time invested. Now, if as a result of knowing your numbers, you choose to focus on more relationship building, prospecting in future, remember that you need to be spending time with people who are in a position to refer you business. You can't just take your best mate out to lunch every week and call that prospecting. Now, don't get me wrong, taking your best friend out for lunch is a great idea, but to grow your business, you will need to step outside of your comfort zone and build connections with people who aren't super close to you already. So, in closing, the key takeaway here, make sure you spend the majority of your prospecting connection time on the people that are helping you succeed. And the best way to learn who those people are is to analyze your past business and work out where that has come from. Agent Monday is an exclusive content marketing club for real estate professionals. We give you helpful educational info to share with your audience and teach you how to use it to grow your business. To find out more, visit agentmonday.com.